Dear King, Father, you are all-knowing and you sit outside of time. From that place, you can see the full picture and we basically know nothing. So all I'm asking is that for this time we have together, help us to color inside the lines. Convict us to keep our intentions pure. Give us holy boldness, God, to go after what pleases you and unique strategy so that when we go forth, we bring more royals home. From my whole heart, God, your daughter, Pia. What's up, Royals, and welcome back to another episode of Dear King, the podcast. It's your guys, sis, Pia, and I am so happy to welcome you back into the community. I hope you have been having a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope this comes at the perfect time to uplift you, encourage you for such a time as this, whatever time it is, child, okay? Now, if this is your first time, hey, welcome. I hope that you enjoy it. Take a close listen to this podcast. And if it inspires you, go ahead and like it. Go ahead and subscribe so that you can always hear and be notified when the podcast episodes drop. And then go ahead and share it with someone. If it encourages you, maybe it can encourage someone else in your circle. And I sure hope it does because I'm just out here trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. If there's ever a time you need me, you can email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm on the social media platform at Dear King Podcast over on Instagram. And there I post a little bit of content to keep you uh, rolling throughout the week. We pray every day, send scriptures on the story. So go ahead and check us out over there. Now, y'all, I'm out here trying to get my life and my whole life together, okay? 2023 is about my business, okay? My business, my father's business, and my money business. So this week... Check this out. Okay, so I've tried a few different budgeting apps, and I just determined that this budgeting app is fire. Also, let me just put a plug in here, right here. None of these episodes are sponsored, okay? We ain't made it to that level of life yet, okay? So just know that anything that I'm telling you about, I'm actively using and enjoying. So I have been trying a lot of, like, budgeting apps, trying to get my life together, and every single time I fall off because it's too much self-work. It's too dependent upon me. However, comma, this particular app, Rocket Money, has been rocking my world. I'm currently in a no-spend January, and I have done this for the simple fact I need to know where my money is going, okay? I am one of those people that get paid too much money to be broke, and I never claim to be broke. I'm always in between checks. I'm in between blessings from the most high. But I feel like I be having just a sad bit. I be too close to being, like, withdrawn, you know, and I'm past that season of my life. I'm past the overdraw fees and all that. Like, that's not for me. So I was like, you know what you need to do? You need to stop, slow down, and stop spending money. And so... The way that I have been managing that is with Rocket Money. And I really like this app because you plug in securely your different accounts, your credit cards, your investments accounts, um, like any way that you spend money. So your checking accounts, savings accounts, all that kind of stuff. It kind of tells you where you are financially, what your net worth is based on your assets and all that stuff. It also is able to see what comes and goes from those accounts. So that's the The big thing about budgeting apps is the fact that I had to do all the work, and I absolutely hate that. So this app literally takes all the information that is obtained from these different servers 
and plugs it in for you so you can see it in simple and plain English. First of all, I spend too much money. That's number one. And that was my first obstacle is now trying to figure out how what money to budget. And it helps you with that because it tells you how much you spent over the last several months. So you can come up with a realistic goal for you to uh, try to stay within as far as budget for all different kind of categories. Also, it allows you to see what you've paid for a bill in previous months so that you can budget for it. So it'll say like in four days, your gas bill is due and it'll tell you what you paid for the last few months. So you can be on average looking forward to, okay, this is what it looks like. You can also see for the month what bills are due and how they're coming out, whatever you labeled as a bill or it identifies as a bill. And one of the other things that I find is great is that you get to pay it a monthly fee, which you feel is worth. Um, so it doesn't have a strict subscription fee. If you say this is only has a $5 value to me, you can literally pay them $5 every month to do this and they'll still give you the same features. And I think that's great. So for me, when I first tried out, I lowballed it, but now I'm giving them $10, which I feel like is worth it. And so I would suggest if you are trying to get your life together at the top of this gear, you want to find a little more money stability, get a little more financially literate um, about what's going on in your own house and your own expenses and where you're spending your money, then I would suggest you check it out. As always, if there's something that you feel like I should check out, make sure you email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. If I feel like it's worth my while, I'll check it out and let you know here on the podcast. All right, your favorite segment is up next. These are things you should and should not do. You should know your friends. Pray. Pray, okay? These are the facts. These are the facts, but not my facts. These are your facts. So I posted a question on social media that basically said, what are you most afraid of? And the responses, I feel like some are very common. Some are very interesting. I thought I would share them with you today as this episode is talking about fear, sort of. Okay, so these are the fears and phobia amongst the royals. Number one, high on the list is heights. That is actually one of my fears, and it's scary because, like, I get nervous and, like, heart palpitations just thinking about it, but I have a fear of heights that it's like if I am high enough where I can see down and imagine being hurt by falling, I'm scared. But like if I, once we get above the clouds and I can, in a plane, and I can no longer make out what's under me, like I can no longer make out like that's a house and that's a car and then I'm no longer scared. Because in my rationale, if we go down, I'm definitely dead. And I'm not going to remember anything about the pain. But if I'm, like, standing over a balcony, all bets are off. Like, even, like, a second-floor balcony. Like, going up the stairs of someone's house and, like, looking down, like, huh, what you say? No, I can't do it. I can't get that close to the edge like that. Hiking, absolutely not. I literally froze and, like, nearly died on the cliff that I was trying to avoid being on. And it was so scary because... If you know something about hiking near beaches, all of that 
uh, rock is very, very soft due to the elements. So, like, I had to, like, move fast, but I also couldn't because I was also very scared. Oh, my God. Not for me. But the royals agree that heights is a thing. Number two, snakes. Number three, things with a lot of holes in it. And I saw this before somewhere else. Um, you know, Maury used to do that, like, episodes of Phobias, but it's like thing, like honeycombs or, like, those weird um, things that come off trees that has, like, holes of different sizes. Like, I found that people are afraid of looking at stuff like that. Like, it makes their skin crawl. Um, someone else said people in full costume, like, if they have head-to-toe costume, they they don't want that. They need to be able to see the real person in there. Um, someone else said the ocean, which we talked about a little bit on this podcast. Y'all, y'all got to learn how to swim because she said the only reason why she's afraid of the ocean is because she can't swim. But baby, get some lessons. And lastly, failing. And child, we're going to talk about that a little bit, I think, in another episode. But definitely, um, specifically, this person said failing in entrepreneurship, which... Man, to step out on your own is definitely an act of faith. And if that's your only fear in life, girl, you are out here doing well. Because the fact that you even stepped out on a limb to try to put yourself out there, to put your savings, your effort, your expertise into something that you wholeheartedly believe in. And I'm sure you've prayed about. I'm sure you consulted God about You've already won. What happens from here is up to God, but just continue to put forth your effort and I promise he will not fail you. If it's not this, it's something. God always has a plan. So keep pushing forward, keep going, um, giving it your all and let God do the rest. But for all y'all other ones, we praying for y'all, girl. Get over them fears because child, no, get over that. We were not given the spirit of fear, but a power and of love, and of sound mind, says the scripture. Now, if I can just remember to say that while I'm staring over the banister, that would be great. All right, y'all, these are the facts brought to you by the royals. Don't run with them. Encourage us to loose our fears and hold on to God's unchanging hand. Okay, royals, today's episode is entitled, Be Very Afraid. Years ago, someone I was close to was sharing a very traumatic experience they were having at work with their boss. They were giving them extreme amounts of work, providing horrible evaluations on them, and at the same time, stealing their work and passing it off as their own. The work they were being given was so extensive that they were forced to work long hours and miss out on family events and just rest. She spoke about this to a few people, and everybody seemed to feel the same way. This boss hated her for reasons no one could pinpoint. I've seen a similar scenario play out on the big screen the crazy boss who just will not let the employee be great. The irony of it all is that we, the viewer, can see the greatness of the employee. We are saying to ourselves the whole time, she is making your business better. She's making you look good. She's doing all the dirty work that is making your show go off without a hitch. You should treat her way better than what you're doing right now. What you should be afraid of is if she leaves your business. Instead, they prey on the fact that they need this job. For whatever reason, you have to do this job. Which brings me to David. Oh, little baby King David. All his life, he had to fight. Literally. My guy could not catch a break. The first person that wanted his head was Goliath, but then Saul took the cake. 
Later on, his own son tried to have him dethroned and killed. Throughout his life, kings and nations would go against him. People in his own kingdom would rise up against him. People he sought for counsel would take another side and counsel his enemies. David was hated, okay? Why? If David was God's chosen man, God's anointed one, why would he have so much opposition? I found the answer in the scripture. 1 Samuel 18, 28 through 30. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and how much his daughter Michael loves him, Saul became even more afraid of him. And he remained David's enemy for the rest of his life. Every time the commanders of the Philistines attacked, David was more successful against them than all the rest of Saul's officers. So David's name became very famous. Boom! Right there in black and white. Fear caused Saul and all of David's other enemies to rise up against him. Fear of what that means for their own titles and positions. Fear of how God might use David. Fear of losing the loyalties they have. Fear of not being successful in their own right. Not being satisfied with their current position and feeling like his success would prevent future success for them. Fear of the anointing of God on his life. In Saul's case, he did have the anointing on his life. So he was aware of what God's oil would produce in someone else's life. More than that, Saul was aware that the anointing was no longer on him. He knew his reign would be over, and he knew what he did to cause that fate on himself. He was doing what a lot of us are guilty of on one day or another. He was projecting. None of his fears really had anything at all to do with David and everything to do with himself. In fact, David took the stance that many of us would struggle to take. He was loyal to the soil. 1 Samuel 24, 6. The Lord forbid that I should do this to my Lord, the king. I shouldn't attack the Lord's anointed one, for the Lord himself has chosen him. So David restrained his men and did not let them kill Saul. The most shocking of them all is this. 2 Samuel 1, 5 through 10. How do you know Saul and Jonathan are dead? David demanded of the young man. The man answered, I happen to be on the Mount of Gilboa. And there was Saul leaning on his spear with the enemy chariots and charioteers closing in on him. When he turned and saw me, he cried out for me to come to him. He responded, who are you? I am an Amalekite, I told him. Then he begged me, come over here and put me out of my misery, for I am in terrible pain and want to die. So I killed him, the Amalekite told David, for I know he couldn't live. Then I took his crown and his armband, and I have brought them here to you, my Lord. Please listen to how David handles this man. Please. Why were you not afraid to kill the Lord's anointed, David asked. Then David said to one of his men, kill him. So the man thrust his sword into the Amalekite and killed him. You have condemned yourself, David said, for you yourself confessed that you killed the Lord's anointed. Y'all. That man lied. He didn't even kill Saul. He was just looking for status and came to the wrong place looking for it. And it literally cost him his life. So what am I trying to say? What is the point? Sometimes those that are going against you are afraid of you. They are afraid of who they are or how they present when up against you. 
They are concerned with what will be left for them when you take up all your space on the earth. You should not let this turn you sour. You shouldn't let it change your character. Stay away from people like this whatever possible, and don't take it upon yourself to end them. Their disdain for you does not change that you are chosen for the season you are in. It does not shrink you in any way. It actually highlights your differences. Your reaction says more about you than you will realize. David's reaction showed his confidence in who God had always been for and towards him. He knew that Saul's attacks could never change that. When David didn't take Saul's life and had a conversation with him about it, Saul's response was, you are a better man than me. Sometimes David took Saul's attacks personal, but in the grand scheme of things, he had to accept that it had less to do with him as a person and everything to do with what he represented. What you represent to the kingdom is far greater of a threat than who you are becoming in your fields of influence. Be mindful of this and keep your integrity intact. Let them be afraid. Be very afraid. But don't you fall victim to that. You keep doing and being what God has called you to. Keep doing what you are supposed to do, working to live at peace with everyone. When you encounter someone who is bringing all of their resources to take you down, stop and consider. Am I taking up my space here? And always remember, Royal, even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. It doesn't matter that they may try to strip you down. If you know you are in the will of God, no good thing will ever be denied of you. Let's pray. God, help us to take up our space even in the face of adversity. Help us to recognize hate that is a direct response to our destiny. Let us not fall victim to their attacks and please be our shield. Let us go forward even when we feel resistance. If it is our territory to conquer, let us go. Help us to love our enemies and have grace and mercy for them. We know we all have our demons to overcome and we hope that you will help them with theirs. We are called to live in peace with one another and sometimes that feels easier said than done. You deal with our mess time and time again. Help us to become more like you. And when we find ourselves fearing the space someone else may be taking, help us to celebrate all the space we have. Help us not to measure our success against someone else. If we've done in the earth everything you've caused us to do, we have done enough. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Yo, I really hope that that encouraged you. I know sometimes we can focus so much on our haters. Why are you hating me? Why are they always hating me? Oh my God, I can't ever catch a brag. It's always somebody after me. But maybe that just means you are where you're supposed to be at the right time. And they're dealing with the fact that their time is winding down. Maybe I just submit that to you. And I hope that you can be encouraged to keep your integrity intact. Not to fight back, but to keep on the journey God has you on. Focus. Stay in your lane. Let those haters hate. David lived a long time after Saul died because God had his hand on him. And I pray he has his hand on you. So this is what I want you to do. This segment is called Say That. I want you to say this all throughout the week to encourage yourself. I want you to post it up everywhere. I want you to have it on your social media. I want you to write it in your notes. And I want you to get it down in your spirit. I want you to say this. Let God arise and my enemies will scatter. 
Come on, say it again one more time. Let God arise and my enemies will scatter. I love you, Royals, and I hope you will say that all throughout the week to encourage yourself, uplift yourself. You are worth it. You are worth the fight that's against you because God has a plan and you are a part of it. Hey, listen, if you're my friend and something I've said today has pierced your heart and you say, you know what? I want a God that fights for me like that. I want to be able to say that God will arise in my life and my enemies will just scatter. You can. It will become your inheritance, a portion of your salvation if you will have him. He will take you just as you are right now. And so I invite you to invite him into your life if you don't know him as your Lord and as your Savior. Years, 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 years ago, God sent his only begotten son to save the world. He lived. He died a gruesome sinner's death. But he rose again from the grave and is now sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and I. If my life is any testament of how God can change the good, the bad, and the ugly for his purpose, I submit my life. And I want him to do the same for you. So if you'll have him, just repeat this prayer with me. Say, Lord, I believe. I believe that you sent your son. He lived. He died. And he rose again. But the parts of me that still struggle, please, Lord, help my unbelief. Lord, come into my life, change me, renew me, transform me. I want to boldly declare that you are the warrior that fights all my battles. Make me new and I'll live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you have made that decision, I want to celebrate you. It's the best decision you've made in your entire life, I promise. The heavens are rejoicing. The Bible tells us that if anyone, even one person, comes to Christ, the whole heavens rejoice. And the royals are doing the same right now in this moment for you. You have gone from my friend to the royal. A royal meaning a child receiving the inheritance of Christ. Everything that belongs to heaven belongs to you. And God is ready to blow your mind. If you need help along this journey and you've made that decision, please reach out to me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. I want to resource you. I want to pray with you. I want to hold your hand because in this life, you are going to need community. And so I want to be that for you if you let me. I love you so much. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing you can do about it. Okay, Royals, I'm about to get up out of here, but I thank y'all so much for hanging out with me. Please, again, if this has encouraged you, go ahead and share it with someone. Let them know what we're doing over here at Dear King. This is literally our love letter to God. This comes from my meditation, my worship, my reading with Him throughout the week. And I really just pull what inspires me and hope that it will inspire you. So if it has, go ahead and make sure that someone else is inspired too. And make sure to like and rate and comment so I can see how you're liking it. If there's something you want me to talk about, make sure you reach out to me and say, hey, can we touch on this topic? I'll pray about it. I'll read up on it and share it right here on the podcast just for you. Meet me on the socials at Instagram, Dear King Podcast. 
And uh, I'll see you over there in the comments and in the stories where we pray and read scripture throughout the week. I love y'all so much. Until next week, goodbye, Royals.